Hello and welcome into the So Rare Andrews podcast brought to you by So Rare Data. I am Andrew Laird, even though I sound a little weird today. It is me. Uh, you can find me as Lairdino on So Rare, joined as always by Andy Black, Black on So Rare, and our special guest, who was like, I don't know if I'm really that special, but ev- it's always special. Jimmer, welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, I'm not special. Oh. I just like talking to you guys a lot. So, well, we had... <laughs> We were talking, we were, I was speaking individually with you guys about similar topics. And I'm like, why wouldn't we just all get together and talk on a computer and have hundreds, maybe thousands of people watch it too? And it seemed like such a good idea. No? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. Thank you to those who have already joined us to watch this. Levi's was in first. Sam, good to see you. Peyton. So legendary gutters, Alex Wilson, uh, Simo SR, maybe so rare. Mike Baston, thank you for coming in. Metal Gear, Tug, good to see you. Chani is here. All right, it's late there too. So, thank you very much for those of you who have joined us, whatever time it is where you are, guys. I really didn't want to talk about all the stuff that was happening before today, but I also really, really wanted to talk about it. And then Sora came in and just saved the day today. Did you feel any differently about Sora yesterday as you do today? Honestly, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm talking about, I was going to try to drop something, but I can't even think of like one of those things. Would it be? I mean, uh, like different, like the news today, like, Everybody was excited about whatever the news was today. It was just like a Thursday to me. I mean, it. I didn't. But this happened like, every Thursday. What happened today? Come on. They well, what did they? They didn't do anything. I really, mean, they right? announced a calendar and a new legend, or at least another version of a legend that we already have. Who is it? Uh, Cannavaro. We now have Juventus Cannavaro and Real Madrid Cannavaro. Mm, okay. Um, Tug, yeah, Tug, uh, summarized it perfectly. I'm so happy they finally listened to all the complaints and fixed them in two days. <laughs> yeah, to, to answer your question from, from my side, Andrew, uh, I would say I feel a little differently. Like, it's always good, it, it impacts you, right? When the whole uh community is kind of down, they're reading all this stuff, it kind of gets to you, right? You're thinking this is moving in a negative direction just because of the way people are talking. And then they, you know, the announcement today, uh, feels, feels better, right? Totally (laughs) redeemed himself. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. And my long-term kind of vision of it, it doesn't move the needle necessarily. It's all these kind of like expectations that I expect, you know, I think that they're going to do along the way. Um, we were talking about a, a handful of these things like specialist in limited, right? Special or not in limited, but in challenger and champion. And that to me is awesome. Like it, it's just solidifying where it's going to keep going to me. Um, and then like raising rewards, you know, they're obviously didn't do that <laughs> to me uh, in reaction to the past week, but uh, it makes me feel a little better after feeling a little worse. But in the grand scheme of things, that's like a, a very small little lever. I think I think you put it really well 
with having that long-term vision or long-term, I don't know, just thought process with, with the, the project or the game versus thinking of it more in a, you know, smaller, smaller scope. And, you know, I meant to give a shout out and, and kudos to the way that um, uh, MLS card guy puts it sometimes. Cause I listen to so rare in the States, mostly the, the baseball side, but that, Silver really tends to be moving in the right direction. Like they're 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 going the way that we we want them to go in most situations. It's just like sometimes it's a bumpy ride, and sometimes it's you know crap happens. You know stuff happens, and and uh, you know they they might miscommunicate or do a poor job at, at at fixing the issue or whatever. But they're typically moving in the the the, the right direction. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think it it makes me think back to one of the a so far so rare podcasts when Nellis had uh, Shriram on, and he was saying from like the investor point of view, like you just don't you're not as involved in the day to day as like the players are, and so you see so rare kind of introduce all these changes, and you're like, wow, they're moving really fast, and all the users are like, you haven't <laughs> done anything in forever, yeah. and. Yeah, it's all just kind of like the perspective of like where you are. Obviously, we're involved every single day. So like every day that something doesn't happen, it's like another day has passed since we had an update. And it's just like, Hmm. yeah, but like sometimes there's just time where you have to do your actual work. Like you can tell everyone what you're going to do and then you actually have to go do it. And like while you're doing that work, you aren't telling everybody a new update because you're just working and like. I think that it came, it's like the community response started to come off like, no, 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 we want to find out every day what you're working on. (laughs) And like, obviously that's absurd. And it like started to feel that way. And I'm just glad that the announcement finally came out because now people can be like, oh, they were working, even though. I have a feeling we wouldn't want to know what they're doing every single day. You know, I don't want, I don't need to know what (laughs) Nicholas is having for lunch. Yeah, and not only that, but like when if they talk about everything they're doing every day, that that stuff's going to change, right? They they should be figuring out things that may not work based on uh, feedback from whoever. But you know, if they say we're going to do this, like a good example is the progression bar, right? Probably would have been better for them to never say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, Although you know, said. I'm gonna if I you know. If I ever open a bar, it's going to be called the progression bar. Oh, hell yeah. And the happy hour is going to be all day. Do you think that's actually a, a dead idea, though? No, I don't think it's dead. But people are, you know, there was a good time window. Like, we're over it now, I think. But there's a good time window where people wouldn't stop talking about it, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and people, people still people joke are expecting about it. it. People are expecting it. But then, like, it shifted more into, like, a, hey, they had this idea before. It could be coming. Yeah. But it's not an expectation anymore. And I think it's it's a relatively good idea, um, but with that said, too, they 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 really seem to be moving in in different directions for for rewarding, um, you know, users that don't have the the top players or whatever. That you see more of the specialist and the underdog, and and maybe that's the strategy shift they're going that way versus um, the the pro- progression bar or whatever. But um, Maybe it would be good for them to just come out and be like, yeah, it's dead. It's not coming back. I, you know, and I don't expect them to say something like that. I mean, I don't know. 
If it is dead, they should just say it's dead. Well, HG came on here last time we were talking about baseball, and we had a progression bar conversation. I, I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's a good idea. I think what they're realizing is the many years of DFS where you can't just have a pay-to-win only kind of uh, yeah. ecosystem, right? It makes sense here because you actually have there, there's a there's another side to it, right? It's not just a fantasy game. There's a collectability game. There's a there's also a effectively a stock market for players, right? People are playing this game differently, but they're realizing the fantasy game needs some additional <laughs> flavor, right? And that's the yeah. that's the specialist, right? And we saw today, hey, we're gonna introduce specialist and limited and uh, challenger and champion, and that's amazing for where it could go. I just want to see from like the collectability standpoint. I want to see a guess the starting eleven um, contest where where Sean in particular has to try to guess the Marinos uh, uh, lineups every week. And if he gets it right, you get a reward. You know, if you get all eleven of them, and but you have to own the cards and you have to put them into a lineup like that. It'll it'll be a thing. But um, I want to see this because I I think I think Sean would definitely be throwing toys into a pram somewhere. And did I even say that right? Is it Pram, Prom? I think it's Pram. Pram, okay. When we came up with this title, you were, worried, like, you were worried yeah. that Nellis was going to be offended. I was. I was. And I was like, no, I think it's a, like a tribute. And <laughs> this I will say that there are, other, there are other people who have used this phrase, and I can't think of a single one now. But I definitely was like listening to a podcast recently that wasn't his, and somebody used the phrase. And I was like, oh, it's like actually a phrase that people use. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can John's bringing we so it. many things into the mainstream. I mean, I'm surprised we're not all eating lasagna and coleslaw yeah. right here on the podcast while we talk about toys in the brand. Mm. <laughs> that's a that's no. a note for me. <laughs> so I think one of the funny things about everything that happened before today, meaning this week, everything happened before today is I think I asked like I asked different people, I was like, so what do you think were like the issues that people were upset about today? And everyone had like a different thing that like, we had a whole conversation. We talked to our, our boy Trip and B and I was like, what is the problem? And he's like, Oh, it's the, obviously it's the relegation lover stuff buying, you know, inside. I thought he was mad about communication. And I was like, well, it, then it went to the communication and everyone's like, no, no, no. It's the flooding of the market with all these new teams. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, no. It's the rewards, obviously. And it's like, can we decide? Like, And it felt like everyone finally was like, it, there's just too many things that are the problem. And that's like why it seemed like negativity hit like a high this week. And it's like shocking how good the announcement was today based on all of those complaints like i think the it didn't fix any of those <laughs> no they that's not true we got more rewards and i think the the flooding of the market but did they fix rewards maybe <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> more it means more it means yeah. more for some people other people it means there needs to be better rewards at the top yeah better more whatever I just, just better more more, more at the I, bottom more at the top more i think more just, the yeah, middle, yeah. <laughs> the, the overall theme is i deserve to be rich yeah like immediately like yesterday mm -hmm. but no i think the 
the announcement of like the we've boosted rewards did sound very temporary. <laughs> and so like, I don't know how that's going to work. I think part of it, it's temporary because they're just waiting for more teams to be reintroduced, like new cards to come out because that's how we like replenish the rewards pool. What was a little weird for me was seeing the people who were both talking about the fact that we needed more rewards and that we didn't need more cards on the market. And it's like, you, you literally can't have that. Like more teams with more cards means more rewards. Like you can't have one without the other. And I think it was important that I think did Nicholas retweeted himself or maybe it came from Tacoma. Somebody from within so rare was like, it's important to recognize that auctions haven't been increased. And we talked about this. The three of us talked about this before. Andy apparently figured this out right away and called me and Jimmer moron for not figuring this out. But I would never use that word. Everyone, everyone saw like, Oh, they're, they introduced all the, the league two. Um, is it league Deux? Deux. Deux, as opposed to league two, which is the third division yeah, in England. But anyway, they were like, all these new cards are coming out today. And everyone's like, oh, they're flooding the market. And it's like, well, the, the number of auctions is actually staying the same. And so we're getting more European cards and probably less American Asia cards, which is like what we should be having at this time of year. Because if they wait, then everyone's like, oh, now we're only getting two thirds of a season out of these new cards. Like nobody's ever like happy about this. But like, I thought that was important that we're like, the number of auctions are staying the same. So like, while there are like different teams represented, like we're not actually getting like a flooding of new cards, I guess. Yeah. And one of, one of the big things that you guys talked about on the strategy strategy show that kind of hit me about like how good that was versus how bad it was, was we're getting new divisions. Like that's one of the huge things that keeps people playing this game. They, they're addicted, right? You play all-star, you win a, you know, an Asian reward, a tier three Asian reward. You play all-star again, you win a tier two Asian reward. You're like, Oh, maybe I'll build a team there. Right. And then you, and then you keep going. And now we have a whole nother division for that. Right. And so it's like, yes, they will be involved in global. Yes, they will be in U23. But as Sean talked about, that was always the plan from the beginning, right? Like this shouldn't be a surprise that there's going to be more cars that will be uh, eligible for those tournaments. I think the nice thing too is is a lot of the people that went through the pain of like losing a player to one of those leagues, maybe they just maybe they came back to life. You're a different case. It's not it's not pain for me. I love it because I'm your like, gallery ooh. is like a graveyard of these players. And, right. And you would think you collected red X's before this. <laughs> yeah. In a non relegation lover way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was also. I, like I've gone back and forth on the on the championship cards being taken out of Challenger because everybody has been talking about how Challenger is too big and they're like they got to split Challenger and then they took an entire league out and everyone's like that is ridiculous you cannot well do- to be fair they took an entire league out it's like six players. <laughs> Including you, gotta, like two U23 goals. It's got to be – how many players do you guys really think are in uh, – Are in the championship? championship? Yeah. Like that have there's gotta be. Yeah, there's got to be – Yeah. 
I mean, I knew you were joking with six, but I was actually kind of curious. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's, 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 a lot. there's probably cards out there. There's probably guys that have like three cards that are in there. It's and... like, it's like how many, it's like how many JPL yeah. players from 2019 are now in the, the cha- English championship is like, cause those guys will have, you know, 60 to hundred cards maybe. Yeah. Murich. He's one. Yeah. Sam, they can be used in challenger for now. For now. Yeah. At least in t- through game week 304, because the new second division Europe is not on any calendar for the next five game weeks. So the ones that they're just releasing are those eligible in Challenger? I'm assuming. Oh, that's the weird. Le- League Two. I I would assume so for for the next three or four weeks. Yeah, or maybe not. Why do you assume that? Because what. The, I feel like a card needs a region, right? A card should always have a region that they can play in. I agree. R- Rascal. And right now there's no Misaki region. says no. Only in globals. That sucks. I mean, it makes sense. I like... Yeah, but they should your, be a challenger hey, until... Andy, the, get your toys two. back in the G-Dang pram. <laughs> Put them back in there. All right, they're back in there. All right. They're back in there. Like, how many times can we throw them out and put them back in? Mm-hmm. I agree with Metal Gear. Like, why would they be player in, playable in Challenger? Like, they were never playable anywhere. They need a region. Give them a region. Just, be, just because the one that the English Championship is moving to is is currently eligible in Challenger was my my thought. But I I think it makes more sense for them to not be eligible. Or, in or if Sorare so wants to make buckets of money, just open open uh, Division Two now and start selling those cards because um, the the best ones there will be a premium on them and they'll sell for a lot of money. Are you going to buy cards Maybe. to play the second division? I I need to see, like I need the lineup builder to like show me what cards, like like what teams I can build there so that I know what I need to buy. But yeah, I'm going to buy some, something if I need to buy something. And I definitely am going to need to buy something. I just, I don't know what yet. I haven't, I haven't done the, the math. I've already got a D2 squad, boys. Oh man, look at you. <laughs> All right, let's hear their names. Can you can you say all? No, names? I don't know. Nope. Nope. Uh, can't can't tell you. I mean, I could tell you a couple, but like I, it's only a couple. I was just, like from this beginning of this year, I was just buying super rares that were the I've said it before the high so uh, so FIFA potential rating, and they were like you know in these uh, English Championship or not English Championship, but they were in the Champ Europe leagues, and then they just got uh, moved to the to the division two teams. But the offers are coming in. I bet. That's the nice thing about the offer system. Cause it kind of is like, Hey, this guy might be all right. Yeah. I had a nice one come in through uh lamb. Z. That one really got me excited. Yes. He's back. He'll be back for about two game weeks and then he'll be gone. Did you guys ever see the Bud Light commercials with Leon? Sure. That's Didier Lamb-Kelsey. That's him? I mean, that is him to a T. Isn't he only like 24? He's pretty young, yeah. yeah. Right, he was always eligible in U23 for like two years, and was like, this guy looks like he's 35. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's been U23 for like two decades. Yeah, yeah. he's like bald and has, uh, yeah, <laughs> all sorts of wrinkles. What was the, what was the announcement that made you the most excited was it the specialist within um 
champion Europe and challenger? Uh, yes. Not because I'm going to... Well, I will play it because I play challenger now and I play champ Europe now in limited and I just lose. Um, but Not anymore, what got, though. What, no, I probably still will. But what got me more excited was just the that it's probably going to come to rare. It's probably going to go to super rare. Um, I think those are, those are big moves. I'll be honest. That was not on my radar of things that Sorare was going to be doing. Like I've heard you guys like chatting about it and talking about it. I didn't think that it was, I didn't think we were anywhere near close to them doing it. I don't have a, I don't have a challenger or champion limited team. And now I'm thinking about just like, for some reason I'm talking about building them. Um, so that like the depth pieces can play in specialist. I don't know. Maybe that's just the most ridiculous thought, but like I think that I'm gonna do that. You, wait a minute. You have 183 limited cards, and you don't have a challenger or a champion limited. No, team? I have some, but I don't have a team. Yeah, like I, I like I have Sven Coombs, I have Jordi Alba, and like like Memphis Depay, but I don't have a team. <laughs> do you have 50 of them each? Like I don't get it. How do you have 183? Have you seen how many Fred Emmings cards I have? Oh, that's a good point. Close to 100. Close to 100 Fred Emmings. <laughs> that's amazing. Mike that's Bass. And that is not, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now on stream, that is not insider trading. It is not insider trading. But when he's the starting goalkeeper next week for 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 Minnesota, um, you know, come to daddy. Uh, I got 100 I've of seen Andy pretty tight with the old Emmings family. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Mike, Mike Baston has a pretty good question around the dilemma of dual registration in top leagues and secondary leagues. That's interesting. Uh, I would assume it would be treated like a two game week, oh. but I don't know. Like, so, so, so they're, they're on like their, the parent team and, uh, that that's what his comment says. Yes. So it's like. If he uh, which game scores if he sits the bench bench for like the first team and he doesn't play but then he gets minutes on the second second uh, division two team. So the I'm fairly certain that the answer is that Opta will not update his team within that time frame. Like if okay. if he's on the second <laughs> if he's listed on the second division then you can enter him in the second division. So, so the answer is that it's it's kind of broken and it'll it'll work because it's broken. Well, it, well, <laughs> it's not that it's broken. Maybe it he'll just broken. only be eligible for one team. Right. It, and it's whatever, whatever team, team at the start of the game eligible for. Yeah. Okay. And so rare will so rare will reflect whichever one that is that Opta is updated. Kind of bone to They only why, reflect Opta. Why, why do okay. we keep minting Fred Emmings cards when he? doesn't play for Minnesota United. He plays for their USL or MLS next pro team. Cause I don't think, I don't think he gets re-registered. Cause they know you're going to buy them. That too. <laughs> also black. Uh, are you aware of Jizz Horn camp? Well, I got the number one Jizz Horn, Horn camp. Oh my Numero God. Uno. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there some a would unique? Say, some would say you're a Jizz hoarder. I, <laughs> wow. Some would, some would say that. Yeah. Um, have you seen my cums collection? Uh, yeah. This is why we uh, have Jimmer on. <laughs> oh my goodness. I did see his unique and I bid on his unique. And it, at the time he was, it was an unusable card because he was get they were getting relegated and I didn't 
bid on it because I didn't bid higher on it. It went higher than I was like willing to go, but can't whatever. believe you gave up that now, one. Now he's now he's like a kind jizz. Who does he actually pay for? Uh, he got signed to like a championship team, right? Like wasn't oh. it like Nottingham or something? Was it, was it Nottingham? Are no, no, the, not Nottingham. In the front. Uh, uh, was it Birmingham? I don't know. I don't know. What's got to look it up now? Yeah. So in terms of like the stuff that they introduced, because Surface um, was bringing up how he thinks it's weird that they had an underdog fifty and an underdog forty-five. And what's funny is that we were having this conversation yesterday that like is 50 too high. Cause they're like, some of the guys you can get in there are pretty good. And 40 is like really low. And when they go to 41, then they're just kind of dead. And like 45 would be right. But like 50 is also nice. Cause if they get out of 50, then like if they're, if they do well and they go over 50, then like theoretically you could use them in real competitions. I don't want to call them. Well, yeah, I'll just call them real, but you know what I mean? And it's funny to me that instead of being like, we're, we've decided on 45, they're just like, just take both. Just why not? And it that almost felt like the, hey, we complained enough and now they're going to fix it. And they were just like, have whatever you want. Just go nuts. Take your take your specialists and limit in uh, champion and, and challenger and just say, we'll have it all and we'll just see what happens after that. But I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah, the danger there is that, like, I would assume they're just kind of, like, experimenting with it. And they're like, oh, does 45 work better? Did more people, like, submit teams in 45? I would think probably not, but I don't know. But the danger is, like, oh, now everybody's expecting two underdog leagues. <laughs> I think and the, then when, the, they, when they take one away, the, the toys are going right back out. Right. <laughs> the problem was was they, they increased it to 50 and they removed the goalkeeper. So, like the goal, the, having to have a goalkeeper, and it just like I don't want to say it made it too easy to submit a team, but like um, I don't know. You look at the quality of some of the teams that are going into underdog, and it's just like that's a pretty pretty damn good good side, you know, side yeah. of four that you have there. It it was funny just because you were like, I don't have to buy a crappy player, and yeah. I felt like the, the point of these were like making the crappy players more yeah. valuable. That like, oh, I didn't. I don't need a crappy player. I have plenty that are just crappy. I, I have lots of guys with L15s from like 45 to, to 55. So like there's always guys kind of fluctuating into that range for me. I don't know. That's just like the type of guys I buy, like Michael Bradley's and, you know, but I think he's he's over 60 now. Yeah, so. he can't. Yeah, yeah no. we're good. Yeah, he's way – He's, he's on an one. underdog. He's, yeah, he's on one. Uh just the name of the competition, I think, like, you mentioned it on the strategy show, too, Laird. But it's, like, a 50 average guy typically isn't a guy who is, you know, the guys you're going to play aren't averaging 50. They're just guys that are really good that are having a slump. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking I, at the one, the guy who won last week had, meaning last weekend, had uh, Ansu Fati, Kamavinga, Delict, and Taylor Harwood-Bellis. <laughs> The most yeah. expensive underdog. Yeah, how lineup how of much all is time. that underdog team? Like, that's like, crazy. What if they instead of score restricted, like this would this would be really complex and probably bad. But the underdogs being a Ethereum average and not a score average, so it's like I don't know what that means. <laughs> like they like you can only play players worth .035. Oh, or less. I see. 
Oh, yeah. an Ethereum average. I see. Yeah. Or I'm... whatever. Like true losers. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, trust obviously, really. Yeah. I, I know that. I know it would be. It would be really difficult to implement, but it would, like, I think forty-five probably resembles more of a an underdog than a fifty. I think yeah. that's fair. No, I agree. I agree. And I also agree with Mike Baston here, who thought it would be better to have regional underdogs rather than regional specialists. And I'll say, give me both. I don't know why we have two underdogs. Just give yeah, me an underdog and challenger. So many competitions. Like, there are. Then, then, then we have real decisions to make, boys. Like, what competitions like, do we play in? Well, even even like this midweek, it was like, oh, there's so many competitions. I I had to make decisions. I had like, I don't know where I'm at. Probably like top 200 in terms of just card quantity. But it's like, I still need more cards. <laughs> and it's so expensive to actually compete in like as many contests as you may even want to. Not even all of them. That I think it's relatively sound moving forward ish in terms of like people can't realistically play in everything but people who will and they have a lot of money can and and they will or they'll just drop off of like the lower leagues but i don't know and but and we're getting more divisions too with the, the division two stuff so how excited are you for these second division europe underdog leagues oh <laughs> uh, not as <laughs> not as excited as i am about the second division underdog or a specialist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sure like at, at some at some point, and this was a big problem in games that uh, Andy and I have played in the past. It's just like they just keep running and keep giving out shit, and then it's like, how much time can you realistically spend on this, right? Because there's there is a an amount of uh, attention uh, and you know gallery size that you can actually manage. And I think like it, it is a good spot that they're in, but at some it's point, getting, my lineups are taking too long these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And we we actually kind of joked about this earlier today. Like Nicholas, I guess, announced on some French interview that they're talking about another U.S. sport. And that, you want to talk about been, they they've said that oh. before though, right? Yeah. This year though, and yeah, and talk about toys on the pram the. There, I know that there's a lot of people that are like, fix soccer first before we do another sport. And it's like probably completely different teams of people working on different things and whatever. I, I also believe those people call it football. I don't care. <laughs> also, um, is is there a sport, a U.S. sport you guys wouldn't play? If, if, if Sawyer announced it, is there a U.S. sport that you guys wouldn't play? Mm. No. No, I'm gonna say no as well. I mean, I, I think they're realistically what are like what we're considering U.S. sports, and for some reason, I feel like Nicholas said previously that individual sports were not considered U.S. sports. So, like when everyone's like, "Oh, it's golf or it's tennis," like I don't, I don't think those count. Doubles. He also said he also always, he also also always says the word major, like major U.S. sport, and I, I think of like. Four. There's four. I mean, is MLS a major U.S. sport? I don't. 
I don't know. No. Ooh, controversy. There you have it. Uh, but yeah, yes. No, I think NHL, it's yeah. MLB. NHL, MLB, yeah. NBA, and NFL being like much larger than most. I'm with Jay Hot on this. It better be the NHL. The NHL is uh, what I want. That's what I want to play. Give me. I'm NHL. with you. I mean, I, I'll say to your question, Andy. There are sports that I would spend less time on. That I would just like. I would want to collect the cards. I would want to, you know, buy funny named players as is tradition. Uh, but I would just kind of like throw some lineouts out there and, you know, I track it What for um, hockey or for my, my least interest would be NBA, gotcha. but hockey would, hockey would be probably above everything. Then I would probably go MLB or MLS. Oh no, I, I would, I would put an NFL up there. Um, but the, it's just very complicated. The NFL is so like, I'm not even really super considering it, but. I'm pretty sure that DraftKings claims to have an exclusive on NFL. They That's might. Fun. They can keep that. I saw I, mean, I saw a Kevin Hart commercial last night for it. For DraftKings. Yeah. Makers wow. or whatever. And now the ad came into So Rare Data podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I I I watched it and it's decent, but um yeah, it would be great for Sarir to have NFL too if they're going to be a leader, right? Mm. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I think you make a good point though that like there's just not enough time. There's yeah. just not enough time. And so and then, and then you have people who are like uh delegating their their galleries <laughs> or whatever and like Hiring people, I think people like some of the bigger managers have talked about hiring somebody to manage their gallery or things like that, and that's a realistic thing that probably is going to happen and is already happening. Um, but we call them like, scholars, don't we? No, oh, scholars. Not the term. I'm gonna be a scholar one day. No. <laughs> yeah, I I think from what I've seen from baseball is that they are not. The plan doesn't seem to be let's get everyone who plays soccer to play baseball and those people to play whatever we come to next. Like, I just don't think there's as much crossover between soccer and baseball yet, or not even yet. Like, I don't know if that happens. Like, obviously, like, we we are here there. We've all bought baseball cards. But, like, I just don't. I think it's just a separate audience, and so how do you guys? How do you guys think baseball's doing overall? I think it's doing well. I think you don't think so, Laird. I don't. I think it's doing well. Like I, it's an expectation thing. Like who? Like if you think that it was going to come out of the gate thriving, um, the one thing that you said about like the crossover, that's really all they have right now. I don't think they've really penetrated people who only care about baseball that much. I agree. Um, and that, that's a, that's a problem, but that's also a potential growth thing. That's a big problem with like crypto games. It's like, oh, they haven't even marketed yet. Wait till they (laughs) market. They'll be huge. I think I've heard Uh, that before. Yeah. But like, it's at a, it's at like a whole different level, the money they have. Um, so I don't know. I like, I've always considered 2022 of baseball a, a trial, right? It's like a beta. 
I think and it's yeah. like only people who are in the so rare sphere will know about it, and like they'll really they'll 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 fix their scoring system, which seems to be relatively decent um, already. But they'll fix that. They'll fix. They'll get into rewards. They they're not too concerned about it. And then like coming into next year, you know, they'll ramp up marketing or whatever. It it still is a challenge because there's still this crypto gap. But soccer's done pretty well. Uh, soccer football has done pretty well in onboarding people who don't care or don't know anything about crypto, and they love this game. And I think it's very possible for baseball as well. So that's a great question. Is Top Shot still in beta? I don't think so. Everything is beta. If you're if you play video games <laughs> these days, some of the the top video games that stream on Twitch are in beta, and they've been in beta for years. It's genius. I- I think I described it just like that today to somebody that I was like, this this year is beta and 2023 is really when Sora Baseball is going to try to take off. Yeah. I think no, the I problem is that baseball was not a good second sport. No? Like, I think the audience for baseball is too far removed from the people who play NFT style anythings. And I think a difference, and Sorare can't choose the timing of like when other leagues decide to like come on board. But I don't think that, like I think basketball would have made more sense because of Top Shot, as weird as that sounds, because it seems like lots of people look at Top Shot as an absolute disaster. But it just seems like that there was enough of an audience who was already comfortable with NFTs and they were like, oh, but we have a, game already and here it is and i feel like baseball was just a bit of a jump for the second sport Hmm. but you also like the whole collectible side of this Mm -hmm. game that so rare saying it's a collectible first well i don't know if they are behind that anymore but like a big thing they were they were uh uh, communicating early in so rare was it's it's a collectible card game and then there's this fantasy thing that you can play and win they still do that but you want to collect free, it, right? And it, free to play collectible yeah. game, right? And then, like that's fair. Like they have they have to have that stance in terms of some legal uh, related conversations and stuff like that. But when it's a second sport, it's like if you're looking at collectability, what sport would you go to? Yeah, that's fair. Baseball. Um. So I, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with you fully, but. I just think that I've always considered it a beta. Um, I I think the expectation, if you were like, I'm going to jump into baseball and I'm going to buy the first cards and they're going to go to the moon, it was probably a bad expectation. Um, that's a, there's a ton of risk in it. There's a ton of risk in soccer, what we're still playing now, but baseball even more so. It's totally immature. You Nobody knows. And um i still have confidence in it i'm not worried about it and i think they're doing well i mean it's a fun game i've seen i've seen videos of you laird being excited about baseball again i'm watching baseball it's exactly what they're advertising to the mlb to say hey let's license you people will start watching baseball more it's it's working i'm watching more baseball now than i have in the last two years so yeah so that's why i say it's i think it's going well I watched some of the Rays game last night because I had McClanahan. And I was like, I was sitting there like, what am I doing? Why? What am I doing? 
I don't even watch baseball. You won't catch me doing that, watching a Rays game. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Rays. I have MLB TV yeah. and everything. I'm all in. It's like some of, some of the best experience. I've never I've never done it. Like I've played fantasy baseball, but it's always like roto leagues where it's like across the whole season. But I've never had the experience of watching a starting pitcher and caring about how they perform yeah. in terms of like uh, outside of the outcome of the game, right? Like if you're watching the Cardinals, I'm a Cardinals fan. If you're watching the Cardinals, obviously you want your pitcher to do well. But like every single at bat, you're like, oh, it's a strikeout. Yeah. And you're like, if you're on the leaderboards, it's like, so when I'm making my lineups, I'm like, oh, who's pitching that last day of the game week to really enhance my experience, right? Because if you're close and you're like, oh, I got my pitcher to go, it's like, man, you get to watch this pitcher. You get a great experience. Just like, I unless the, they blow up in the first inning and you're like, no, ah. I have the like your goalie conceding in the first five minutes. That's true. Like, ah, that is a good comparison. Shut the laptop. I'm out of here. Yeah. I bought like the worst super rare pitcher just so I could get into that division. It's Daniel Lynch. He's a uh, pitcher for the Royals. And you know, the Royals are terrible. Um, and, and, I had him going one week against the Dodgers. It was like a way to the Dodgers. It's like the worst possible matchup. But I was like, gets me into the super rare division or whatever. So I, I played him, obviously. And uh, it was a really fun sweat. It didn't matter. My team was awful, and I didn't win anything. But it was a fun sweat because, because he ended up going like five innings, and he didn't give up any runs. But he left the game with like three guys on base. And they brought in a new pitcher. And he got out of the jam, and I was like, this you know, like, like this <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's like the dumbest yeah. thing. And it wasn't even my guy, but it was like somebody, somebody came in and yeah. got him out of the jam. He gave up no earned runs. And I was just like, yes, but I don't know. I, I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I, I think that it, that it totally translates really well to like a fantasy experience. Mm -hmm. There's a term that was used mostly in DFS called the uh, late game hammer. Yeah. Where like, if you had, like one of the guys in like like MLS was always like get one of the West Coast guys, so like if you're behind, at least you still have the late game hammer. And the funny thing is, is that like it doesn't make them any better of a play. It's just like your sweat just lasts longer. In fact, yeah. they might be even a worse play. But you're like, oh, but they're playing late, so I got that yeah. going for me. Nice. And that's how it feels like having guys like uh, today. We have Atlas playing tonight. And everyone's like, oh, the, all the games are done. Like, we're good. Look at the standings. And it's like, uh-uh-uh. We got Atlas coming. <laughs> you know who plays later yeah. than Atlas? Santos? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is and like then, my so, Super Bowl. Yeah. There, that whole, that whole like, late late game hammer. Is that what it was called? Or what was it? Is yeah, it late, late game hammer. Late game hammer. To me, that, like, is a, is a huge, like, exclamation point on like this topic for this podcast of keeping the toys in the pram is like people always forget how much fun they're having right it's like did you just bring us back on topic wow yeah i'm trying Look to you. you know i'm trying to whip you boys into shape you <laughs> yeah. guys are all over the place but like no see like that's that's the, the the big thing to me is like i got into this from baseball, I was trying to enjoy it. Like uh, I come on here and I, I talk and I love talking to you guys. And it's really hard to express my opinions because I'm in a very small percentage of people that started the early game. But like I have to ignore how much my gallery's worth because I don't want to lose this enjoyment. Like the day-to-day -day separation from my work to to look at you know the scores to 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 look at the lineups that I have that I have one guy left and I could. 
I could hit the podium, right? And that's the stuff that's just really hard to quantify. And everybody's like, my gallery is worth X. It needs to be worth X. And <laughs> and SoRare is making all these bad decisions that make my gallery worth less than X. Um, and they're they're not factoring in the fact that like they've built this thing along the way that everyone actually loves if they sit down and <laughs> and really evaluate it. So yeah, no, I like that. That was very well said. There's a question here in chat that I feel like you guys are much more. Um, it's much more appropriate for you guys to talk on this because I am out of my element for the most part. Um, it's from Andre here. What do you guys think about uh, Nicholas saying? that they're looking at the possibility of introducing a stable coin. I'm all for it. Bring it on. I think it simplifies, uh, it simplifies everything for um, maybe not everyone, but it simplifies things for a lot of newcomers, new people to the platform. I get, we have different, um, you know, we have euros and, and dollars and there's still some differences there, but I mean, for the most part, it kind of like standardizes things a little bit. I'm I'm for them doing that. And if people want to bring their money out and move it into ETH, they're welcome to do so. But uh, I I'm, I'm 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 a fan. Yeah, I. It's, do you think there's tough. any fear in? It's, it's it's tough because I've never seen a crypto game like really successfully do it, and I think like. It turns into greed. It turns into here's this stable coin that we that we created out of nothing because that's what Sorare is going to do. They're going to say you hey, you, th you don't think they'll just use USDC or Tether or uh... if that's the case, then yeah, I I, I fully agree. But if they come that's, out with, if that's what I expect, with, if they come out with Sorare coin, it's dangerous. I don't think that they. I, you know, I don't, I don't get those vibes. Do okay. I don't get those vibes. All of the. All of the, yeah, I, I, then I agree. I mean, like it would standardize across and everything you said, I agree with. Um, but, you know, all the freemium games these days, they all have like coins and diamonds and shards and all these things that are different currencies and certain games and uh, you pay money for them and they all wrap up into poker chips, right? Um, you know, Ethereum to me and like a lot of that stuff turns into poker chips, but it just gets dangerous. Um, so I hope they would do like a stable coin that's like legitimate, like USDC or something like that. Um, I don't know that it's fully necessary, but I do think it might make it easier on them in terms of some of the things like they have with their onboarding and stuff like that. Like, cause then ramp would have to just convert to USDC. And then um, the biggest thing to me that would be beneficial is everybody who is not has a, doesn't have a zero balance they're exposed to eth and a good amount of people have no idea about crypto and it's like all of a sudden their buying power overnight turns from $5000 in their account to uh $2500 and they're like what is this what is this crypto world so that's that's a big positive to me do you think that there is concern that people will know, will actually know how much money they're spending? Oh, that's how bad the question. Andy had a couple too many to drink. <laughs> oh, he's Sorry back. About that. I yeah, think for sure. Back. I think that's definitely a part of it. Like, like, yeah, that that hides. It it does for me. Like, I like when I make a big purchase. I, like, I don't look at the yeah. 
U.S. dollar total, and yeah. I would. You might actually it. even just. I might. I might think about it a little bit more, but I'm still doing it. Yeah, like yeah. shield, shield. It. Yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've had to, I've had to pull out the credit card purchases a couple times, and they hit a little different than like depositing ETH for sure. Um, just, just, uh, just because you know, it's it's the same money. It's the same. You, you, there's a couple steps you have to do to to convert in between. Um, I don't know. Might impact the market. If I just wonder, that. like, introducing a stable coin doesn't really take the crypto out of it, though. It, it it doesn't, but but it takes the volatility of Ethereum out of it. That that, and we don't we don't. The the, the goal is not to take crypto out of this. I mean, we still want the the components that Ethereum or crypto brings to the. Uh, ecosystem, the security, portability, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, I, I think that all that's great, and that's that's something that we want. But um, I think for, I, I think that that's kind of the the benefit that that users get, and and may, maybe like a lot of people that don't know about crypto, um, they may not care about that. I mean the the. The saying is that you don't care about any of those things until until you have to or until yeah. you know whatever. But um, I don't know. I think that it, I think that it, for like users that are ignorant <laughs> to that stuff, I think that they would like a stable coin because it's it's a U.S. dollar, it's a euro. Yeah, a little devil's advocate there. I've actually had. A few friends joined uh, because they've heard about crypto, because they want to be exposed, because they're interested in it, and they like the fact that Serrera is earning them Ethereum, right? It's like, it, too, when it, whenever you're looking at the thresholds, you're like, oh, what am I getting in the threshold? I'm getting $50 worth of ETH. Hell yeah, I believe in ETH. Yeah. Is $50 going to turn into $200? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Right? So, like... To me personally, like that would be my argument too. Is like, I'm not, I, mean, I don't go out and buy a bunch of ETH, but I use Sorare as like something yeah. that I can be exposed to ETH. Like it is doesn't it, bother me because I know the risks and I want that. Sure. Is the game designed to expose people to ETH, or is it a you know a fantasy sports collectible game, or is it a method to expose people to Ethereum? I think the 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 former is probably more. Uh, more of a an approach they should take uh their short-term success probably is better if they are not exposing people to eth um i don't know what the numbers are but i would expect most people based on where this has grown of like i don't even know what the uh there you might know off the top of your head the amount of people that own one card it's like 100 and just under one hundred fifty thousand. 150,000. I would say a solid percentage of those people are not crypto people. And maybe I'm wrong. But every crypto game I've played to this point of so rare has always been like it's eclipsed at like 5,000 people max. I don't know. I think um, Bald Sherlock here in chat kind of nailed it how I have always thought of it. And it said... It feels like for the mass market, they need to find a way to enable users to withdraw straight to a bank account, regardless of crypto. 
I don't know what the withdraw. What is a withdraw? <laughs> is that possible? I wouldn't know, but <laughs> I know there are people who have said they like the number of people who I've seen like on Twitter that are like, I'd like to withdraw and can somebody help me? And then you get those horrible bots that like, oh, we can help you get your ETH out of wherever you need it. Just give us all your social security number. Um, yeah. But hey, I, do I, feel I like, saw a tweet where you said Ethereum. Yeah. But I do feel like they're like, I don't know if introducing a stable coin makes that process easier. It's just, you know how much money you actually have, but like, Oh, oh man, he's back. Oh, we lost. We all we're all back. Yeah, we're all back. Cool. Sorry. Oh. Um, I'm just not sure it if it makes it easier to like. I think I think that process needs to be easier. Of like, how quickly can I get my money out? Like, isn't that really the concern? It's important, but what's most important right now? Did we change? Yeah, you did. On the screen. Yeah, you okay. switched on the screen. Oh, we're the. Uh, what's that show? With a whole bunch of family and a bunch of people. The Brady Bunch. Like, yeah, Brady Bunch. <laughs> We're the Brady Bunch. Um, I would agree with the point that uh, that's necessary. I also agree to your point, Laird, that USDC won't change. Like, whatever uh, service is uh, converting it, Ethereum to, and USD d doesn't matter. U.S. stablecoin is not going to make that easier. I agree with you. Um, until there's a service that they have that's like Ramp or MoonPay that they have that allows you to withdraw that directly to your bank account, that's what's going to make it easier. Yeah, like I, I realize that it's it like for me, and I, I know that I know you, Jimmer, kind of been in the crypto world for a bit. Like it's it's a pretty simple process for us to come in, come off, come like to like move, move money in and out. Um, for, for others, I, I, I do realize it's probably not the simplest thing. And I think a stable coin at least takes you a step in the right direction because I guess then so is not really having to act as an exchange. Um, they're just, Maybe they are. I don't know. You still have to exchange the stable coin. It's just an. It's like there's no difference really. Right, but it, but it, but it, but it's at least it's one to one. It's not like I don't, I don't know if that's an actual. It's not necessarily. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and and <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, everybody just, hopes USDC is one to one. Yeah, and and honestly, the, it, the, most of the stable coins never are. It's like off by a a hundredth or thousandth of a percent. Um, yeah. But my, my point is, is it, I think it makes the on-off uh, process simpler, possibly. I think that the simplicity there is that you actually, like if you're moving money, you're moving a thousand USDC and you know it's a thousand dollars versus yeah. I'm moving 0.5 Ethereum and what the hell is that, right? Like, And last night it was a lot different than it is this morning. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're like MetaMask and all these other things. Like, they'll easily show you the conversion live with Ethereum and things like that. Yeah. But they, the, did you take that as they are replacing ETH, or just will have both options? Like somebody brought this up previously. I think it was Mark Lele actually in a, I don't know if he, when he was talking to Nellis or somebody, 
You're saying that the biggest problem that they're going to have if they're like, hey, we're getting rid of ETH, we're going to USDC or whatever, is you're basically forcing people to sell their ETH that's on the platform. I mean, you just do it over a period of time. But like, what if I don't want to sell my ETH at all? Or like they're deciding what the conversion rate is? Immediately rebuy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things. Are you going to pay for that? it's one of those things they'd have to give some 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 runway for they'd have to say hey in two months we're going to be converting all of your eth to usdc if you want ethereum withdraw it from the platform yeah and that's what they'll have to say because yes they they would just convert it in my opinion um do you think that and and i i also don't think i think toys would be in the pram for sure no matter what yeah, they could I give think, a well, year's notice. They would stay in the pram. Oh yeah, for huh. sure. Wait, they would stay in the pram? I thought they'd be on the floor. Yeah, that's I what know, I was. Not all works. Yeah, oh. I don't think Andy knows what the euphemism. Or it's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh, if that's a euphemism, files. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect wording. Apologies for that. Um. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. That threw me off. Mm. Threw everyone off. Mm. Depends on what type of toys, I guess. Oh, now. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) All right. So based on the new tournaments and all this stuff, since obviously we're always going to want more, is there anything that they didn't have that you're like, oh no, we should have this too? Somebody mentioned already the underdog in the in the regions. I have one idea that I think I've shared with you before, but I'll let you guys speak first if there's anything else where you're like, actually, this would make sense too. I mean, I want I want shitulers um, everywhere. Yes, we'll never. Get it. Yes, we'll, we'll never get it. We'll never get it. It's okay. Never say never. I agree. Never say never. It makes so much sense, though. It's like it's you're like your underdogs wrapped into a totally different way of enjoying a game. Like obviously they they don't want people out there rooting to get low scores, probably. But it's fun. But sometimes you <laughs> might be, yeah. yeah. I my answer to your question, Laird, is probably uh, not controversial, but we've talked about it before cross sport contests in weekly Hmm. and we've talked about how it won't work everybody's like focused on they're not normal baseball's not normalized to zero to 100 so it's it's going to be difficult and then i was like that's not difficult you just have baseball requirements and soccer requirements you say you must play a pitcher you must play uh an in an infielder an outfielder and a flex you must play uh, not a goalie Maybe but if it was a, a pitcher goalie. or a goalie. I think people would ever everyone would play pitchers. <laughs> really? No, I don't think so. Really? Well, I mean, a clean sheet. No. Oh, okay, okay. Well, sorry. Pitcher or a goalie. That's what I I'm, I'm talking about avoiding this crossover of eligibility. Oh. Because it's not 0 to 100, right? But like, I think obviously, it, I, obviously I think you can bring an interesting Obviously yeah, but I think people would still play pitchers. Only because they can't afford goalies. That's the only reason. <laughs> sure. 
That's only because baseball cards are 13 cents. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I th- I, surely they will do that at some point. Like, Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I think they're clearly, to me, they're clearly kind of restricted based on the way that they've developed their... What, Andy? I'm sorry, keep going. I'm reading... Oh, okay. in chat with yeah, I thought you were giggling. I thought you were giggling that little. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought you were giggling that little old me. No. Um. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Yeah, I don't know what I was gonna oh, well. say. Christ Almighty. His my mind left the pram. Uh, the one that I was gonna bring up was I want legends specialist. Hmm. I want three legends and two under forty. Ooh. Guys who are awful. I think that's a great idea. Do you play Legends, Laird? I play Legends Limited, mm-hmm. and I put two of my best cards in it, and it feels like a total waste. I hate it. The, the problem in, in the Legends competition is goalkeeper. It just really is like it it, it. it just so gross to me that you're you have these three Legends with like. I don't know. Who do you even pick at goalie? Do you, do you guys I pick play, a good goalie? I yeah. play my legend yeah. goalkeeper, so. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> like last week or this upcoming week, I'm playing Marc-Andre Terstegen and Messi with three legends. And, like, that seems like a total waste for those two cards. Doc1806 was thinking outside the box and then as I read the, the entire quote, the entire comment, I realized it's exactly the shit Euler game that we play. Yeah, so for those of you who are, I mean, nobody should be familiar other than the random people we play with, mm-hmm. but we play this game where we do it in an Excel spreadsheet because so won't develop it yet, but we, and neither will so rare data just saying, yeah, so rare data won't develop shit Eulers. So you They're pick five players using to develop it. You make an SO five line. Everyone on Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag so should go out the rare data. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. this is part of your legend membership that you get to play this game, where you pick five players and whoever scores the lowest, the fewest points wins. But all five players have to play, and if and they don't play, they score a hundred. Yeah, and your captain halves the score. Right. It's just so it's so beautiful. So. It's a great game, and nobody has built it yet. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, we also have no way to actually submit shit-eular lineups anymore because training no removes the captaincy, yeah. and server data doesn't have the, like... Do the, Is there a lineup that you can have every card eligible? Yeah, obviously not commons. Uh. No, you can with commons. Um, you can import your commons, but that's a good question. Because I thought, let me see here. Good question, Jimmer. I don't think there is. And this is this goes back to my feature request of just lineups that you can submit any cards that you own into a yeah. default lineup. Uh, Bald Sherlock, I have to address this one. How am I feeling about Yuma, my man? The champagne bottle under my bed is still gathering dust. Hey, uh, he plays in a second he, division, though, right? 
he oh. he was starting this season. He started the last game. The problem is they're like ten points behind promotion. They're in third. But overall, I feel very, very good about Yuma. He's he's the sweetheart. Uh, I think long term, yeah, the the champagne will be popped. Don't worry about that. It's just growing with age. It's gonna taste better. Um, to answer your question, I don't think there's a way to do it. Like to get super rares in with commons. I asked the question, but I knew the answer, Laird. You know. (laughs) You're right. You walked me right into it. It's the Jimmer and Andy pod now. Mm. Sorry, guys. I'm out of here. Uh, so, so beautiful, we, and yet Jimmer do, do always we, forgets this. Do we solve this, guys? Is Are the toys are the t- toys in or out of the pram? And they're back in. And and what is a pram? Is it it's, a, it's like a, it's like it's a, a baby crib. carriage. Yeah. I think it's a, like a crib, isn't it? Oh, crib, I assumed yeah. it was a yard. Oh, no. A yard? Yeah, like the backyard is the prank. And you're just chucking oh, stuff no. over the fence? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You're like, you get mad, so you throw the toys outside of your yard? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think the description earlier was accurate. It's it's like a baby throwing a tantrum and throwing their toys out of the crib. Oh, Doc is saying Pram is a, a buggy. buggy. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a car. Like a stroller? Like a yeah, carriage? A what did I say? A carriage. Yeah, I said a, a little baby carriage. Hmm. So, like, you know, it's a sunny day. How many and, toys can you fit in a pram? That's what I was wondering. Several. At least two, to make it plural, you know. You can't have one toy. Keep your toy in the pram. Right, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it's at least two. At least two, yeah. Pram just sounds like your backyard or something. Like, it just sounds like, throw them out of, out of the pram. <laughs> it's not throw them into the pram. It's not like I'm throwing my toys into the backyard. How do you expect a baby to throw something over a fence? I don't think that's a good point. I don't know that Andy knew that the the implications are like that that there was a baby involved. (laughs) I knew there was a baby. I knew there was a baby. Okay. Well, a a toddler, like a terrible two. You're saying you're a bad father right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, possibly. You put your baby in the backyard. It's like keep your toys in the backyard. (laughs) Yeah, or they were, I don't know, or they were putting them in the backyard. They were, like, throwing them out the window. Yeah, I, like, overall in the topic, in terms of keeping the toys in the pram, I think there are... Ah, there we go. Oh, look, look at that. that. It's a mockingbird oh, those are, bassinet. Those are nice. Yeah, that's what I think of. The old right here with the $4, big wheel. $4,500 oh, here model. it is. $7,500. I, I just think of Mary Poppins right now. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah, but I, I so would that's say what we're throwing the toys out of. I would say there's absolutely reasons along the way to question things, to be concerned, to be worried, and to be potentially upset. But reflecting on everything that's happened over the past few years, I think they've done a good job. And I You're think You're saying think big. Think big. Yeah, I mean like some of the some of the feedback that's coming are like I don't I'm not I don't have a Twitter presence, which is glorious, uh, but it's like people think that that some of this stuff happens overnight, and like if you've ever 
been a part of a the company's growing and just like you see how slow things can be and you see and they're they're getting into that it's like i don't know to me Sorare is all about how fast time is and how crazy you know three weeks seems like forever in Sorare, but also the most important part of Sorare is patience and it's like let's have let's have a little bit of that let's enjoy it and let's not destroy it from the bottom up, right? <laughs> like, let's not let's not create the downfall. Let's not have a self fulfilling prophecy of pro- so rare, because everybody thinks shit's going shit's going to hell, and it, when it's really not. And so I, I was talking to Laird, and I'm like, God forbid something bad actually happens, <laughs> <laughs> and how yeah. and how the community will will react. It's like, man. Whew. To that black swan event that uh Evaldo warned us about. Yeah, the old Grammys. The Grimm yeah, I think I think we have a little Evaldo connection right now, too. Like Oh yes. What do you what do you what are you wearing over there, Laird? Come on, show us. Steel City, all right. Steel a right. founding member, right? Founding member. That's right. Season ticket holder. I am. And um they announce your, your name at every game, right? Every game. How many games have you been to this year? Zero. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I honestly, how many season tickets do you have? Four. Okay. Maybe uh, Jimmer and I should drive up and, and I, uh, watch I've one of the games. Any game you want to go to. Okay. They've it's had like two dollar taco nights too. Like they, the two dollar taco nights. Let's go. What's the next yeah. home game? I have no idea. I'm gonna look that up right now. Yeah. When's the next taco night? Is the oh that that's a better question. Yeah, that's a better question. <laughs> I like Mike Baston helping us out here, describing this the pram as a small human transportation device. Okay. Oh. So they don't necessarily have to be a baby then. Oh boy. Just a small human. I feel like it's too small to expect that size human to throw things out of it. I don't know. We're not here to talk about prams anyway. We kind of are. Oh, oh, yeah, you get, actually, you're right. Yeah, it's literally the topic that we... <laughs> um, also, I know that this, the streams run a little over, but we actually did have a promise that we were going to make to all the listeners today. We're not going to end the stream until the last <laughs> listener leaves. Um, isn't that what we... How do we, we know if they're still here? I don't know. But we did say that. We say a lot of things, though. And Jim I don't see anybody back. typing in chat right now, though, so I think they're all going. Yeah, Jim is already gone anyway. Do you, uh, I just typed in toys out of the pram into Google here. And they actually make shirts that say, keep calm and don't throw your toys out the pram. Hmm. hmm. Maybe I should have gotten that. Don't throw your toys in the pram. Oh. Don't throw them in the pram. In the pram. Congratulations. Look, look at that. Everybody's building lineups right now. Huh. You know, what do you, off topic, what do you think the... No, we, we can't do that here. <laughs> what do you think the experience is for a European building lineups? Like someone over in England or France, like compared I, to what we do. I, it's funny you say that. So I've experienced this once when I was over um, 
in France and actually did in the airport. So it didn't feel like that great, but it's funny to like, you have more information, but it's never actually helpful. Yeah. It's just more, but like we feel it with baseball. Like when we do baseball lineups, we're like, Oh, we got to do baseball lineup, but it's early today. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. No, but baseball lineups are their own thing it, because it's always different and you don't know when it's going to be. And I have to like be like, hey, guys, when are, when are lineups due? And everybody's like reminding me and trying to help. And uh, I appreciate that. But it's always different. But with soccer, 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 it's called soccer now. Um, their lineups are like, what is that, like 10? No, it's yeah, it's like 10, 10 or 11 a.m. for them. It's noon in France. Noon so I just imagine yeah. a bunch of Europeans at their desk at work scrambling, um, making changes while their boss is asking them to do other things. Yeah, Bald Sherlock says the first hour of work every day is very unproductive. If I have to go into the office on a Friday, it's a nightmare. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 11 a.m. in the UK. I remember when it was when what was the original deadline it was for us? noon it was, like, for, it was noon for it us. was like a, it was like 11 a.m and noon whenever the time changed right same thing what was it like for you that's true yeah i was unproductive yeah <laughs> it was like was uh, what's, what's the latest <laughs> news i'm gonna tinker this stuff mm-hmm. Andy, you build them the night you know, before and then so you know the the baseball deadline is in 23 hours from now okay which is actually really late Oh yeah, it's later. That's actually most, wonderful, and yeah, and I might be going. I might be going to the game that triggers that. Ooh, Cardinals and Braves tomorrow night. But I think it's a seven p.m. starts. Wow. Yeah. I'll send pictures. Where was the Jimmer invite? He's not part of the family. Wow. I'll be hanging out with the Emmings. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, We're going to the uh, STLCSC two team against Minnesota United two. You're just gonna be hanging out with, uh, you know, Roman, Roman and Klaus, Roman and Klaus, Jao Klaus. Yeah, that was wild. That was so wild. That was so funny too. Can you? I, we, we've gone long, but I'd like you to just explain this story because there's so much into it, and it sort of has. I mean, it definitely includes. Oh, so well, Andy talked about it uh, last week, didn't you? I thought you mentioned it. I did. He did. Yeah, but I was like, like but you messaged us and you were like, I think yeah, I'm on the same flight. So funny. Oh my gosh. So I was like, I was coming back, uh I was coming back from Wyoming. Uh we had like crazy weather and layovers in Denver. So I like got on I got to the uh finally got to Denver. It was like ten minutes after uh the plane was supposed to leave. And it was like the plane hadn't left yet, but it didn't mark delayed. So I sprinted through Denver like a mile. And then like I finally got there and I see all these other STLCSC players like running to the gate as well. And I'm like, you say that I'm... really well and quickly. Like that rolls off the tongue. I can't even read it that fast. Oh, STLC. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I messaged, I messaged Andy and Dylan. I was like, boys, I'm knee deep in the STLCSC two team. <laughs> I am knee deep here. And I was like talking to a couple guys. I didn't recognize them. I was like, Oh, did you guys play? And they're like, yeah, we played in Vancouver. And we were like, yeah, STLCSC two played in Vancouver. All these guys are pouring these kits. I didn't see some of the all-stars or whatever, but I was like, okay, I'm on this flight. And I was just like kind of nervous talking to these guys that I didn't even know. 
And uh, and then they got on the plane. I'm like, I'm going to be sitting in the back or whatever. And I'm smack dab in the middle of them. My seat partner's Roman Berkey, and right next to him is Klaus. Oh, it was it was crazy. And they're 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 cool guys. Did did you try to sell them their own cards? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I did I did show them their cards, and uh, Berkey. Did was you hilarious. did you submit either of them in shitulers that week? No, I'm actually really bad at submitting them because I get so tired by the time I enter my lineups that I'm like, I'm and like so rare. I'm People like server lineups, and then I'm like server deer lineups, and then I'm like log off immediately, go to bed. Um, but I did. Uh, I showed Berkey his card. I showed Klaus his card, and they, Klaus was like, it was harder to talk to him because he was across the aisle. Um, but I, was I showed Berkey two seat. Was it two and two, or was it one of them? It was in the two middle? and two. So it was a oh, smaller okay. plane. We're just going from Denver to St. Louis. Um, but I, I showed Berkey's card and I like showed him like his server data graph of like his price and like his average price. And his immediate reaction was like, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. He was like, I'm going to have to talk to my agent. And I was like, you should. Like you can't right now, but when uh, STLCSC launches next year, get your player card and you could sell it. Um, or play with it or keep it or whatever you want to do. But they're not, they're not allowed to play, right? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I think I think the way Tony explained it is they're well I it's it probably matters per league. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I think So Rare tried to institute the rule that they can't play their own league. Yeah, but I think the MLS one came from the league from MLS, and they were like, you can't do that. I would yeah. I would assume the U.S. leagues are probably a little more strict on that. I think that's um, a good rule. Like you can't play in your own league. You can play in maybe another region or something, but. Um, yeah. Like the whole IX guys owning all the IX guys and knowing who's starting in goal that week is like a well, is that okay? I was fine with it. I uh, also I agree. I think the biggest problem is just the stakes that are involved. But it's really cool to see these guys playing, right? It's like I don't know. At some point, some people will. Automatically gain advantages than things like this. this. Is the way the world works. Sure. Um, I think if you and I had just worked hard enough to become professional football players and eventually sign with Ajax and then bought SoRare cards, I think we should be able to take advantage of that hard work. <laughs> I've been working garbage take years. Terrible take. <laughs> yeah, me and Andy are going to go to the STLCSC tryouts this weekend. <laughs> just don't sell yourself short. You think they're going to be that bad, huh? Oh no, I, I think I think that was a positive. He thinks he thinks that he you thinks and I are that MLS. Great. He thinks you and I are MLS caliber. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Harry Trades throw some shots on net. Mm-hmm. You know, we need we need to do, I don't we know. need to. I I, I, I the net, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you know, if we do another meetup. You know the the five aside thing sounds amazing. I would yeah, that would be that. a good idea. I would definitely yeah. like to like some two footed tackles and put some people into the wall. Yeah, it'll <laughs> have to be it'll have to be in the continental United States for my insurance, but because we I'm can make it hurt. hurt. <laughs> sure, <laughs> seen seen Jimmer pull a couple hammies for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually how I kind of started talking with Andy and stuff. I 
we met in the MLB game and then he was talking about going to a soccer game and I did the stupid DM of like, hey, you know, I kind of want to play soccer. You guys need an extra one tonight? <laughs> uh, but I no. had I'd played it. Yeah, actually, no. Sorry, Jimmer. We're, We're good, man. Uh, no, but I'd play with him, and then I'd immediately hurt myself two games in and be like, sorry, see you next season. Oh, <laughs> that guy. I'm the guy who thinks he's younger than he is and doesn't stretch. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Stretch? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Nobody does that. It's just propaganda from the stretching yeah. community. It's kind of like breakfast. Like, who eats that? <laughs> Actually, Not me. I do. I think we have officially lost it. Toys are out of the pram. We didn't keep them in. Thank you to everyone who has joined us. Uh, we said we were going to stay here till everybody left, and there's been no comments in the last five minutes. So I think yeah. everybody's gone. So thank you for the... I'm talking to nobody who's here, but for anybody who's still watching, thank you for, for doing that. If you guys would please hit the like button, that is always very helpful. Uh, and if you are listening to the audio version... Oh, we got one. So they're still listening. Uh, I so I have a, a history of giving away a lineup. Oh, can I do that real quick? Sure, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna give away since I love limited, I'm gonna give away my limited or since I love legends. Sorry, I'm gonna give away my limited legends uh lineup, and I think I've got enough. But the question is first in the chat, which two players from the Cardinals have recently been on paternity leave? We got a. Is this the first so rare crossover event? We've got a baseball question to get. I wouldn't be surprised if nobody gets it, because I I think one of them may not have. (laughs) What's a cardinal? Charlie Dunbar. What's a cardinal? (laughs) I think Charlie's out. Oh, Oh, there you go, J J Vic. J Vic, hit me on uh, hit me up on Discord and. We'll s- it'll set you a lineup. You can pick whatever you want. All right. Congrats. Yay. Hey, Vic, well done. That was fun. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for everyone who's actually still here. But also, you could hit that like button still. Congratulations to JVic for winning this um, exclusive Legends lineup contest. Exclusive. That's right. Um, uh, we will be back next week, probably around the same time. We'll see. Um, And I'll be back earlier in the week with Sean for the strategy show. Um, Once again, if anybody could hit that like button or subscribe to the audio version, rate it, review it wherever you listen. That's always appreciated. Should they smash smash that subscribe button? No, no, no. no. You can just like it. It's okay. Just a simple click. Smash it. Jim, are you streaming tonight? Or is this it? Oh, yeah. I probably will because I've had a couple bush lattes. We're going to just roll right into uh, setting lineups recklessly. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. Jimmer, thank you very much for coming on, and we will uh, chat to you again soon.